This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. <clears throat> okay, Marvara Boisai, Ruchim Abon, welcome everyone to today's uh, Shir. We're going to um, have two parts to today's Shir. First, uh, we're going to have a few words about Lagba uh, Oimer. Um, and I want to share with you some thoughts of a famous Gemara in. Mesechta Ksubais, at the end of Mesechta Ksubais, and um, today's Divrei Torah on Lagba Oimer have a no- number of sponsors. Um, we want to thank Rabbi Jonathan Rogoff, who's sponsoring uh, the Shirley Leinishmas from Mayor ba- uh, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi. And thank Rabbi Ephraim Bernstein, as a Fushlema for Rechel Bas Maria Mindel. Um, by Rabbi Yoni Klein and family, Lila Nishmas' father, Mendy Klein, Nachem and Avtali Herzka, whose yard site is today, and by Michal Shugel from Vienna, <coughs> who covered the birth of um, a baby girl this past Sunday. So, um, the first year, um, I want to share with you some interesting thoughts about Lag Boimer in general, and I want to share with you a, an amazing chidush of none other than the Ramah himself, <coughs> whose yard site is on Lag Boimer. We know that one of the distinguishing features of Rav Shem is that uh, in his generation, the uh, rainbow never appeared. There was never a rainbow in the time of the Rajbi, <coughs> because through his protection and through his merit, Hashem did not have to restrain Himself and not destroy the world. In the merit of the Rajbi, it sort of went without saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not even consider destroying the world. And that means that the rainbow is a sign that Hashem is angry with the world, and when a rainbow does not appear, that indicates Hashem's pleasure with the world. But you could ask a question, and many Mepharshim do, is that a rainbow is a natural phenomenon. When the rain shines on water, <coughs> after the rain, then the rain, uh, basically, um, the light is refracted by the water, and the water uh, breaks up the light into various colors. And why would it matter what generation it was, or what time it was? The gravity doesn't change, and the physical phenomenon don't change. <coughs> so what does it mean? There were, there were rainbows in other generations, there weren't rainbows in the time of the Rashbi, so the Gemara in Masechta Ksubis on the Fa'in Zayin Beis tells us uh, an amazing story that there was a certain disease called Ba'alei Ra'asan, the very contagious disease. Reb Zera did not even stay in the wind space of the Ba'alei Ra'asan. Reb Lezer did not go into the tent of the Ba'alei Ra'asan. Reb Ami and Reb Asi did not eat <coughs> from the eggs of that um, alleyway. But Rabbi Shua ben Levi would hang around the Balei Rasan. He wasn't afraid of contagion. He said he would learn Torah. He says the Torah is Ayelas Ahovim V'yalas Chain. If the Torah grants Chain to those who learn it, certainly it protects those who learn it. Now when Rabbi Shua ben Levi uh, was passing away, <coughs> so Amru Le'lamalach Hamavah Zil uh, they told the Malach HaMavis, you know, do him a favor. <coughs> so, Azal is Chazilei. The Malach appeared to Rabbi Shubin Levi, Amar Lei Achvi Lei Duchtoi. 
Levi says, I want to see my place in the next world. He said, oh, okay, no problem, I'll show it to you. So Yeshua Levi was a smart man. He said, um, you know, I'm scared of you, Malachim <coughs> Give me your knife, because I might get scared of you on the road. The Malachim gave him the sword. When Rabbi Shua ben Levi got there, Dalye, he lifted him up. Okay, basically, Rabbi Shua ben Levi jumped the fence. Rabbi Shua ben Levi jumped into Olam Haba alive. He's one of the few people who made it into the next world alive. He basically pulled a fast one on the Malachim So the, the Gemara tells us he's walking in Gan Eden. And... Uh, Elio Anavi is announcing Pinu Makam the Bar Levi, Pinu Makam the Bar Levi. Clear out spot for Bar Levi, Ben Levi, Ben Levi. So he found Reb Shimon Bar Yechai. Reb Shimon Ben Yechai was, uh, was enjoying in Gan Eden. He said, Are you Bar Levi? He said, Yeah. So Reb Shimon Bar Yechai said, Were there rainbows in your time? He said, Yeah, there were. He said, Okay, then you're not Bar Levi. And the Gemara says it wasn't true. There were not rainbows in the times of Yeshua ben Levi. But he lied and he says there were because he didn't want to take credit for himself that he's such a big tzaddik. Okay, <clears throat> so one interesting thing that we said over last night and is also evident in this Gemara <clears throat> is the idea that the Ramah's yard site is on Lagba Oimer. What is the connection between the Ramah and the Rajbi? So last night's shir got a, a little cut short because of the rain. In the middle of the shir, it started pouring. <coughs> And, um, but we brought from Rabbi Shimon Seifer and one of his drushes that he gave in Krakow on Lagba Oimer that the godless of the Ramah, even though he was a great philosopher and a, a great Makubal, was that he did not <clears throat> invent or innovate any new ideas. Uh, he just continued to pave the path of the Messiah based on the traditions of his father. Likewise, the Rajbi. The Rajbi did not invent or innovate the Kabbalah. He was merely handing down the traditions of the generations. And what these two great tzaddikim have in common is they were to- so connected to the Messiah that the names of their father were seared into their names. So we don't call him Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon Bar Yechai. His father's name was, so to speak, part of his name. The same thing with the Ramah. The Ramah's father was Iserlin. So he became known as Rav Moshe Israelis. Nobody calls the Ramah Rav Moshe. Nobody, calls the Ramah, no, nobody knows the Ramah as Rav Moshe. It's Rav Moshe Israelis. So that was the godless of these two Gedolim. The same thing could be said of Rabbi Shua ben Levi. You see, when he gets to Olam Abba, they're calling Penu Makam Lebar Levoi. Penu Makam Lebar Levoi. He too merited that Madrega to connect to the Mesoras Avoisav <coughs> to be called Bar Levoi. Now, I want to tell you an amazing Chiddush of the Ramah. Because this is definitely a Ru'uyin Lamisha Amroi. This is taking a very um, logical and rationalistic approach. At the same time, it's a Lamda Shataratz. The Ramah says, granted, a rainbow is not a supernatural miracle. A rainbow is a natural phenomenon that when, rain sh- when it rains and the sun shines on the rain, it produces a rainbow. So then... <clears throat> Why would a rainbow mean anything? Why would the existence of a rainbow mean that God is angry in the absence of a rainbow? What do you mean the absence of a rainbow? There's no such thing as the absence of a rainbow. 
When it rains, there's a rainbow. Says Ramah, that's true. When it rains, there's a rainbow. But it doesn't have to rain during the day. If it rains at night, there won't be a rainbow. The reason why there were no rainbows in the time of the Rajvi is not because God made a new phenomenon that light did not reflect or refract the, the spectrums of light. Um, and, and the water did not refra- refract the spectrums of light. It's because in times of the Rajvi, it only rained in the nighttime. That's why there are no rainbows. <clears throat> and uh, if it rains at night, so they're not, you won't see a rainbow. This was the Chiddush of the Ramah. By the way, where does the Ramah say this Chiddush? In the Sefer, Toiras Ha'ila. Who quotes it? The Shla Kadosh and Parshas Nayach. Says the Shla, Uveshem Rabbein Humoysha Israel, Shamati Sha'amar. Even though a Keshes is natural, nevertheless, a rainbow would not be seen if they would be <coughs> meritorious because it is impossible by nature for there to be a rainbow only if the rain falls during the day and the sun shines. And if they would have been Zaycha, the rain would fall at night time. Like Rashi says, uh, next week's parsha, Vinosati Gishmechem Beitam, Leil Shabbos, Friday night is the best time for a terrain. Why? Because everyone's home, nobody's going to get caught in the rain. On a Thursday night, you might be outside in Lag Boimer, a bonfire. <coughs> but Friday night is the best time. Oh, so they said to Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, listen to how this is Maduik in the Gemara. Nirasa Keshes Biyamecha was a rainbow seen during the day? Meaning that's the indication. Did it rain during the day in your lifetime? If it rained during the day, that means that there's a degree of displeasure that the Rebbe Shalom is showing. Now another great Rav who would give <coughs> Drash on Lag Ba'imer in Krakow was another great Rav of Krakow, Rabbi Yosef Nechemia Kornitzer. And he says that the word Keshes has a Kabbalistic meaning. And there is a, a bow of Tumah and a bow of Kedusha. The bow of Tumah is Keshes, Kina, Sina, Taiva, jealousy, hatred, desire. There's also a bow of Kedusha. What is the bow of Kedusha? The Chassam Soifer says, Asei Laman Shemecha, Asei Laman Kedusha Secha, Asei Laman Taira Secha. Kedusha, Shame, Taira. Corresponding to <coughs> Taiva, we have Kedusha. As Rashi says, what is Kedusha? To separate from Taiva. Corresponding to Sina, hatred, we have Shame, God's name. What is God's name? Shalom, peace. God says, erase my name in order to produce Shalom. And then, corresponding to jealousy, we have Torah, because jealousy is bad, but in the realm of learning Torah, jealousy is a positive attribute. So, that is some of the symbolism of the word of Keshes, that in the times of the Rajbi, perhaps there was no Keshes, there was no Kina, Sina, Taiva, because he overcame it with Kedusha, with the shame, and with his Torah. So we hope that his Torah should be Magen Lanu, his Torah should be Megen for all of Klal Yisrael, and um, on a day of Lag Ba'imer, where we know Lag Ba'imer is a day of, of intense Rachamim. And it's the day that represents Midas Habitachin. As we know, so many times we've said this, that if you take the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Eloi Kim, Aleph Lamed Hei, followed by Yud and Mem, 
and you take the letters before, <coughs> so the Aleph becomes an Aleph, doesn't change. The Lamed becomes a Chaf. The He becomes a Dalet. The Yud becomes a Tes. The final Mem becomes a regular Mem. Aleph, Chaf, Dalet, Tes, regular Mem is Gematria 74, the name of Bitachain. Bitchu Bashem Ade Ad. However, because the Aleph doesn't really change and the Mem doesn't really change, only the three middle letters change. Chav Dalet, Tes. Chav Dalet, Tes, which originated as Lamed, Hey, Yud. Lamed, Hey, Yud. Lamed, Hey, Yud is 45. And the 45 on Lagba Oimer becomes 33. The Midas Hadin, by the way, the intense Midas Hadin is 45. Lamed Hei Yud. That is transformed to tremendous Rachamim on Lag Ba'imer. Because the 45 turns into 33. But unfortunately, this year, the, the, the 33, which is the Midas Rachamim, was not transformed into 33. And unfortunately, we lost 45 nefashos. So we could imagine that on this day, that's supposed to be tremendous rachamim. Unfortunately, we had to face very intense din. We hope Hakadosh Baruch Hu will be merachim olenu v'al kol Yisrael. Amen. <clears throat> You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.